The Game Schooler Podcast, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network, is a weekly audio show that educates new and experienced gamers about the joys of tabletop gaming. This week, we have a very special episode in which we will be talking about nothing that we talked about last week. We are talking about ACD Games Day, and we apologize for the delay. I apologize for nothing. We have been at a... We've been doing work, Doug. We had a long day of gaming yesterday. Yeah, we got the theme song to play, though. Play it. Welcome to the Game Schooler Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Kotecki, along with my co-host, the esteemed Dr. Michael McKay. What's going on, Doug? I've seen a lot of you lately. Hopefully not too much. <laughs> uh, so, this is going to be a special episode. We apologize that it's a little bit later posting than we usually do, uh, but Michael and I are able to go to a trade show in Madison, Wisconsin that's not open to the general public. And we get to find out about a whole bunch of cool games. Right. Um, We've worked hard the last couple of days. Yes. Usually we don't do a lot of hype episodes. I think this year we'll probably have two hype episodes. Yeah. This one and after Gen Post Con. Post Gen Con. Yeah. Um, so. But it, and, and when we say hype episode, we're talking about, oh, this is hot. You got to try this. You got to try it. What I really want to talk about is here's what I saw. Here's why I think it's awesome. And if if you're considering giving it a try, here's some things I think that you might want to know. So that's how, that's going to be my approach. I've got a list of about 12 games here, um, and then a handful of others that I didn't actually get to see demo or played, but that I think are interesting that we'll probably come back to at the Gen Con episode. So that's where I was thinking of taking it. Yeah, and, and mine is just uh, the similar vein of just things that stood out that I thought were cool. You know, games yep. that I and some of them are games that. Our older titles that I got to try or play for the first time and uh, things like that. So it's not necessarily, oh, this game is amazing. Go out and buy it. I mean, we're we're going through with a specific lens of, um, you know, there are some games that looked really interesting to me on a uh, a personal gamer level, but not necessarily on a game schooler level and trying to kind of cut through those weeds. So we're at a convention or a, a trade show that's talking about RPGs and Dice and miniatures and tabletop games, you know, collectible card games, everything. So um, filtering through what is applicable and what's not applicable to talk about um, some things that are interesting. Um, We did, uh, it kind of kicks off with a, uh, I don't know, a kickoff, God, what is the right word for that? The, The opening night. Where they usually have a couple of demo games. Playthrough. You play through two games. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like an opening reception type of thing. A reception, you get hors d'oeuvres, and then they teach you some games. So um, I was able to go to that. Michael um, was being a good dad and wasn't able to go. I had kid activities. And so I got to play Earth, which is an interesting game. I don't have strong opinions on it at this moment. But the other game that we did play, I do have very strong opinions on because it was awesome, and that is Tokaido Duo. Yeah, great which game. is a two-player version of Ty- Tokaido. I love the original Tokaido, and this one, I, I've often categorized two-player games as a lot of them fall into that 
uh, tug of war style game, like back and forth, uh, Jaipur or Lost Cities, Shot and Totten. Those are those type of games where it's this constant struggle. And there are some other two player games, and this happens to be one of them that seem to encapsulate the entire big box feel of a game of playing something a little bit more substantial. And when I say substantial, I don't mean complex. I mean, like I'm getting a full ticket to ride experience in a two player setting. And that's what this game had for me. We've talked about engaging games in the past where uh, there's limited downtime where you're not sitting around waiting for something to happen. And, And there are a lot of games where I take a turn and then I'm immediately watching what the person next to me is doing because that's going to impact my turn. And the thing about Kaido Duo is you're throwing three dice and then you are making one of three movements based on which dice you choose. So the first person is going to choose a dice, the next person is going to choose a dice, and then the person that went first is going to get their second action in that round. And so the the back and forth action... Um, on on a board where there's just so many cool bonuses that are connected and, and, and triggered, and you can't always get somewhere in one move. But if you're planning ahead, you can get there within two moves. Um, I was very, very impressed with Kaido Duo. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that one is set to release at Gen Con, yes. or at least that's yep. the, the yep. plan. August is everything that, that we heard about it, and I think it will be up for a lot of Game of the Year uh, nominations, certainly for uh, two-player game categories. All right, yeah, so that's a, a good one. What about you, Michael? What's, what's yeah, something you well, want to talk about? Yeah, well, I just about? wanted to close the loop on that one. Takedo Duo, uh, Antoine Bauza is the designer, and it obviously re-implements Takedo. Um, but there, there is a lot of game in there, as you talked about, and it's not just tug of war back and forth. It, it is, um, I, I'm playing a full game on, on a nice size board with some good pieces, and there's just a lot in that little box. And I, the price point, whatever it was, I thought, boy, that that's nice and affordable. Yeah. Uh, another duo game, I think we'll stay on that theme, and we'll cover both of them because I think both of these games will be, um game of the weeks down the road and we, we got a chance to play splendor duel and mm-hmm. this is a game that you have in your collection that's been sitting on the on the shelf of opportunity uh or shelf of shame i guess as a lot of content creators like to refer to it as uh for a while and i know splendor is one of your favorite games i'm interested in what your your take was. and i am color deficient slash colorblind so the I, Doug kind of had to put up with me learning, is that black or is that red? Well, is that what the green icon? That there's there's a pre-learning to a game like Splendor that I usually do at my house with one of my children that I did in real time last night <laughs> with, with Doug. And, and the person from Asthma Day that was teaching us the game was um, very, very patient and kind as well. But what was your take on, on the game? Uh, well, obviously I purchased it so uh, a while ago. I... I I think it's a great implementation of of what Splendor is doing. I, I dare say, I, I would definitely not say that Splendor is one of my favorite games. I do like Splendor. Did I say that? You did say that. Oh. Uh, but but I do think, I think Splendor Duel might be a better game. Okay. I, I, think, I think they streamlined a little bit of the rules, and I think a majority of the time I'm usually playing Splendor with two people anyway, um, the base game. It's not something that I usually get to the table with three or four players. Yeah. Um, and so I like some of the things that they did in this one. So there's 
there's three different winning conditions and the way that you're drafting the the gems that you're taking from the board um, rather than just randomly selecting them you have to take them in a row and so as gems are depleted from the board it gets a little bit more tricky on trying to find the right combination you need to complete the cards that you're trying to complete as you build your engine going forward we played about mm, a third eight turns yeah. i think i was going to dominate <laughs> after the game you better have um but it, it yeah no it's a great game i love cool. it I, I think it's uh i think it ranks right up there with with tokaido as far as games that are offering bigger experiences for the size of the box yep and a two player experience that you normally don't get yeah and my um my surprise of the last two days, they have an exhibit hall and we're walking around the exhibit hall and talking to people, um, connecting with people that we've eaten lunch with or been in a workshop with. And we're talking to this this um, guy, Brian, and he's probably listening to the podcast right now. He likes yeah. a lot of podcasts. So, Brian, we really appreciate it. I think it was Brian Turtle at Goliath Games. Yep. Turtle or Tuttle. And um, he'll respond and let us know. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. We expect to hear from you. And... I looked at the booth. I was excited to see Fire Tower, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But then Goliath Games has picked up Green Team Wins from 25th yes. Century Games. And this is a game that Andrew and Nitra at the Family Gamers have been talking about so much. I haven't been able to get my hands on it. You know me, because I'm not going to buy games from Amazon. I just don't typically do it. So I want to come across a friendly local game store or somebody. And when I saw the game, I lit up, and we got a chance to play it last night, and it did not disappoint. It is a game that I believe I'll be playing in classrooms, be playing in a work environment, be playing with families, be playing with kids uh, for a long time to come. Do you want to just talk a little bit about that or give an overview, or yeah, did you so, have a similar thought, or were you— No, my th I yes, exactly the same. I mean, this is one where I feel like my family is not a big— family of gamers and this is one I can see them playing. Yeah. I can see this is one of those games that you start at seven o'clock and you keep playing until nine because it's so fun. Right. It's it just one of those that just keeps flowing. It's a it's a party style game and everyone starts out on the they have everyone has a tile in front of them that either says orange team or green team. And on the each turn, you flip over a card, and it might be a multiple choice question. It might be a fill in the blank type of thing. Like if it might be star blank, and then everybody writes what word they think fills that in. If you happen to be in the majority, you flip over into the green team. So Michael and I would obviously put in wars and match when we put Star Wars in. So we both go in. You, or would you put Star Lord? I don't know. I was just thinking realms. There's a lot of us. Fox. Uh, keep going, though. All right. Um, so if we're both on the, uh, in the majority, we flip our tile over to the green team. The next round, if we can stay in the majority with the next question, we score a point. Yep. If we don't, we drop out, and we're now on the orange team. So you're trying to get on the green team and then score points when you're on the green team in a similar scoring structure as volleyball, where you have to have control, unless you're doing rally scoring, but you you have to get control and then score points. Um, and so it's not a team game. 
No, you don't it's, win as a it's team. It's, it's fun, and so it's just a really fast. the The game comes with dry erase uh, boards and markers that you're writing your answers down, and a whole stack of different types of trivia cards. Like uh, I think, yeah, one of them just, was the the what is the most, and it's not even trivia; it's just people's opinion. Yeah, what is the the which the, I would say is trivia, but yeah, keep going. The best tasting Starburst flavor. Yeah, pink, cherry, or orange. Red was or uh, red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, red, red, pink, or orange. You know, and so then everybody throws an answer out there and you debate. There was three of us playing and there was a, a multiple times where we all picked completely different answers. Yep. There's and, three choices on each card. So I think especially as you add more players, yeah, um, you're going to have those options where somebody is going to be scoring points. Uh, so yeah, that that was a, a surprise. I didn't think, you know, walking into the trade show that that would be be there or be a game that I could play. And I think that is something that's awesome about gaming is where, you know, if you're deep in the hobby as we both are and look forward to certain titles, what are you shaking your head for? We're pretty deep in the hobby. I, oh, I, no, oh, no. Okay. I am unrelated. I was looking okay. up to see when Green Team Wins was originally published. 2022. 2022. Yeah. But I was shaking my head at Board Game Geek, who somehow has this ranked as the 202nd party game. Yeah, in their listing, it's like to me after playing it, I feel like this is top five material. Well, it just hasn't gotten out there yet. Yeah, it, it will. I I really think it will. This is a game that whether it's TikTok or in a movie, when it appears in a show, that the game will blow up. It's a great game. It's it's so easy to learn. It's fun. It's exciting, and you can have a game on in the background. You have kids running around in the background. It's a good game that we'll talk about more down the road. Um, but that was a nice little surprise just to come across that, you know, in a hall full of games. That was when we got to play. Do you want to talk about the other one from Goliath Games while we're on that that yeah. company? Yeah, and, go ahead. And, and Fire Tower is a game that I'd heard reviewed a few times and just casually mentioned. But in I had a difficult time conceptualizing because people would describe it by saying, you play as the fire. Well, Yes, essentially, you're on your turn. There, you are setting down a fire cube in a certain direction, and you are trying to make sure that your tower doesn't start on fire. So, you have five or six cards in your hand, and you have to play a card. And one of those cards is more than likely going to have you change the direction of the wind or place a fire cube down. Well, you automatically so, have to place a fire cube it, down then, at the beginning of your turn based on the direction of the wind. Yeah. Then you get to play a card, and the card may allow you to change the wind, or it might allow you to put a, a ton of fire down on the board or clean up fire. Yeah. You might be able to get uh, extinguish some. And you're trying to get your other, your opponent's f- uh, fire towers to burn down as you're playing. That's as the, the goal. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. As the... The game, and it's one that. Um, sorry if I'm stealing your thunder, but I had heard it, seen the box, not really thought very much of it. As far as like, oh, okay, it's probably just some. That's one of those things where you walk by covers and you're like, oh, okay, you kind of make assumptions on. I assumed it was some sort of cooperative, keep the fire from spreading. Yeah, uh, you thought it would be a touchy nature, feely, feel good, like Audubon Society type, not yeah, a, a, yeah, a ruthless. A, no, this can be a gamer game. Come on, yeah. let's get to the table. Yes, let's get exactly. after it. Exactly. I thought I'm thinking because there have been a couple that have come out over the past year. Or yeah. so that have been that like, all right, there's a forest fire. We need to put it out. And this is like sponsored by Smokey the Bear. No, this would be anti-Smokey the Bear. <laughs> and 
what what sold this game for me, Doug, is the word of mouth of others. Yeah. You know, when you get people who look you in the eyes and are like, no, no, you want to check out this game. This is a lot of fun. We we have some friends who own a, a game. I, I think we can say they're friends. We've been on enough trade shows and game shows with them. But yeah. the guys down at Titan Games in Champaign in Springfield, Illinois, and one of the guy, guys said, uh, did you check out Fire Tower? That, that game was a lot of fun. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, we have to get that at, yeah. demo, at the demo night and give that a try. So all of these games we've mentioned so far, I think we'll be getting the full game schooler review. Uh, and I look forward to talking about a lot of them more yeah. as we go. And although Green Team Wins is not available right now, Fire Tower is available. Yeah. Uh, it's, I just looked. It's on It's on the Target.com website. So if you're in the U.S., that, that might be something to take a look at if that sounds interesting to you. Um, and I think Green Team Wins will be available soon. There's only four copies available uh, on the four trade on Board Game Geek. So I'm debating if I'll make four different offers. Well, one of them's in England. If I'll make three <laughs> different offers tonight or if I just need to be a little but, patient and hold on because that could be a good stocking stuffer for Dad down the road too. So Yeah. Um, as far as a, a company... Um, pivoting here a little bit. Yeah, hard pivot, soft pivot, what kind of pivot? Reverse the, pivot, front the, pivot? The op has some really oh, cool yeah. games coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to play uh, the Art Project, which was very popular in, at Essen last year. And this is a co-op game in which you're trying to stop art thieves. And the way that the game works is a really cool mechanism that avoids alpha gaming because each player is going to get a hand of two cards and you're going to pick which one you're going to keep. And there is some interesting choices that you have to make because every card has a cost and you are spending the group's resources to accomplish that cost. And it's giving you some benefits, but it's also putting potentially more... Um, I think it's called the white gloves or the, the white, white hands. Yep, white hands, white gloves. Yeah, um, which hands. are the bad bad people that are trying to steal the art. Put more of them out on the board, and you can't get too many in one location, or then you can't move there anymore. But as you are completing these cards, you're getting clues, which is where they are kind of keeping the art hidden, and yeah. you can go and rescue it. And so, as a really unique cooperative game the art was by vincent dutre and the art and the designer is by the same designer that did welcome to which ben was a, Turpin. Yeah. Uh, a recommended game of ours uh, earlier in the podcast and it did so many things well yeah that i could see it not taking a long time to play uh you know, we were up and going in about three minutes. Well, and that nice little box with, I think they said six different maps because three double boards side, in yeah, there that yeah. are double-sided. So yeah. you've got Japan, you've got the United States, you've got a bunch of other countries, um, and it looks like a ton of fun. Rio de Janeiro's on there, and some of them all seem to have very different thematic uh, ties. And Designed by a, a French designer, so sometimes you can see people will take uh, different shots at, at the Americans. And I noticed when I looked at that uh, map, there were a few things that stood out. But we'll talk more about that <laughs> later when we get to do a full review on it. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting the art project. And Doug, not um, I, I know I think listeners will know you enjoy cooperatives typically more than I do. But in terms of the art project, is one I cannot wait to play with my family. Yeah. I think with my wife being an art teacher and my kids at age 14, 10, and 7, 
Um, I don't know if the game plays up to five, but it's one that I hope does play up to five or else we can team up and, and play that together. Uh, I think that's going to be a great game in our household as well. Yeah, they also had uh, a game that's coming out shortly called What the Cup, which is um, a very fast pub-style game in which you have a what appears to be a miniature Red cup, red solo cup. red cup. Yep, or Dixie, depending on your brand loyalty. You yep. <laughs> um, and under there, you have a twelve-sided die. I thought it was eleven, if such a thing exists. But I keep going. So. On. I think it's yeah. a twelve-sided die, and you, it, it's got like this little holder that keeps it in there, so you can shake the cup around, and then it nestles down into this little holder, and you can lift the cup up and look at what your number is. There is a token on the the in the center of the table that says high or low. And that means that you either want to have the highest die value or the lowest die value, depending on what side is facing up. And on your turn, you draw a card, and that card is going to give you some sort of option. So 12-sided die. Yeah, and this one comes out, sorry to interrupt, it comes out June 5th. Uh, so this one will be out very soon in a couple right of weeks. around so the corner. Yeah, keep going because so, it's an awesome game. So on your turn, you draw a card, and it gives you two options of what you can do. Sometimes you can move the dice, you know, look at a neighbor's die and then potentially everyone swaps their die to the right or to the left. You're you're sliding dice around the table trying to get that high or low. Maybe you can switch the the token. It's on low. You can switch it to high. So now all the people that thought they were going to win because they had low numbers are now suddenly behind in the pack. Yep. And somewhere in the bottom five cards of this little miniature deck is the game end. So you don't know when the game is ending. It taught so unbelievably fast. Everybody at the table was laughing. It was over in 10 minutes, if that. Just an awesome game, right? And the cups are designed so that they can slide. So you can roll this die without ever actually picking the cup up off the table, which playing this, it might sound like a little thing. Why are you talking about? Because I plan on playing this with my kids and I don't want my kids just slamming these plastic pieces all over the house. It could get real noise real quick. Well, or a, the, the game can just you can keep them on the table, move and slide. Or, or, or and, imagine, and try, imagine trying to move a 12-sided die under a cup across the table yeah. without moving the value. And right. the way that they so, engineered the, the, the idea great. behind it was really cool. Yep. What's next for you, Michael? Oh, well, where to go, Doug? I think we'll stay on the app and we'll close out that publisher. A game I'm not going to say a whole lot about, um, in, but that just because it's in development and I don't know when it will actually hit the market, but that's the perfect wave. It has a rummy style. Um, it, it takes rummy and surfing and puts those two uh pieces together there were i heard three different rummy games that are coming out in 2023 and i know i'll try all three of them i don't know if i'll buy all three of them but um big fan of of rummy and seeing rummy presented in different ways and in the perfect wave you are trying to surf out and then you have sets which are all going to be the same number or runs which are going to be consecutive numbers and you're going to put them on a wave as you go out and you have to be able, as you paddle out and you have to be able to surf back um, the game looks beautiful and it i think it's going to play well 
uh, but it's one that I'll definitely want to play before I, I talk more about it with with our listeners, just because some games demo really well and some games play really well. And I didn't get a chance to play this one. And I, yeah. I'm, not that I'm a rummy connoisseur, but if I'm going to endorse a rummy game, I want to know more. So he, that, he that was one. Rummy. I do. I do. That was one. Well, and the last one from the app. For now, me. not for for me. There's one that I want to throw out there that is being released, and that is Tapple Ten, which oh, is yeah. kind of a f- fast um, travel style version of Tapple. We, I don't know much more details on it, but we've talked about Tapple on this podcast in the past as a as a great game, game of the week. So anytime that they're um, making that game even more accessible is is intriguing to me. Um, another one. That I'm gonna jump around to. I think a I'm lot gonna, of games this week, folks. Yeah, I hope, hope you're ready. Hope I, you're taking notes and not while you're driving. I think I've got two more that I want to touch base on. I don't know about you, Michael, but one of them that I want to talk about that just really captivated me while we did the demo, and that is Miller Zoo. Um, that is a cooperative game that's coming out. Uh, it was in conjunction with a real zoo in Canada, Montreal. Uh, that is in Canada. Just being more specific for our <laughs> listeners, Doug. Canada is, Canada is a large place. Montreal is a, a large place within a large place. Carry there you on. go. Now, if we could only get the postcode, we'd be set. <laughs> uh, it's a, a one to six player, 30 minute co-op um, with some design pedigree shared with uh, the, the folks that did Zombie Kids. Not by the same publisher, but they share an office and you can see some similarities to it. Uh, but you are trying to get all of the animals into your zoo and take care of them. And each round stuff is coming up. You know, some animals need to be brushed. Some animals need to be fed. Some want to play. Some have, you know, rattled around their cages that need to be fixed, things like that. And you can kind of go around, you get cards and little golf cart, um, kind of dual use cards that have golf carts and, and, and the actions to fix those problems. And those, uh, those actions help you bring more animals into the zoo. And so once you kind of fill up the zoo, you win the game. It's cooperative. Um, but it was a, the artwork was awesome. The symbology on the game was really neat and clean. Uh, seemed fairly straightforward. I think it's one that I don't know necessarily is going to work as a, a game group game, but as a family game that I can play with my kids and steer them in the right direction and and have a fun, cute theme that that works really well, and it's got some campaign elements that make the game harder and change the rules as you go. And I was just really, really impressed with that more than I thought I was going to. full round of it was Nimalia, and Nimalia is being published in the United States by Lucky Duck. A lot of game in a little box. You are drafting cards and then uh, laying... You're drafting cards and you have four different scoring conditions that you're trying to fulfill. Uh, five different scoring conditions. Thank you, Doug. And um, and in the first round, you'll score out two different scoring conditions. And so you're trying to get your cards down. But here's the trick. You must layer over one of your previous cards and then you're constrained by a six by six so, grid. So each and, grid has four or each card has four quadrants. Yeah. Four spaces. When you lay a card down, you have to cover at least one space of a previously laid card, and those cards have animal enclosures on them. And then while you're laying them down, as Michael said, you got a six by six 
grid to that you're locked into. Yeah. And that that game, I mean, we only played one round. We were playing uh, and I wanted to play the whole thing through. I was like, yeah. this is so much fun. Ten to fifteen minutes, a lot of game in a in a I mean, how do you make like a a slice of toast, you know, if you had three slices of toast stacked high, that that's the whole box. And to see everything that's in there, it's um, like sushi go with a zoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, simple, a, simple, very simple drafting with some tile placement. And like you said, there's a ton of game in the box where there's all these different scoring cards that are going to make every game feel different. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to, to playing that, playing that one with my family. And, and I, think that one's really going to to stand out that was uh you know animals have been a big theme and um, a couple of games that i want to try out with my own kiddos and, and even with our game group as well yeah no i am i am really excited about that one uh and i think it's available now so i might actually just pick up a copy i, right I away. encourage that Doug. <laughs> i encourage that uh the other one from uh that same publisher or a uh, same family of publishers uh la scorpion mask is uh, flashback zombie kids, which I'm intrigued by. Oh, circling back to the Miller Zoo one. Yeah. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Sorry. Um, but flashback zombie kids was kind of described to us as a combination of um, unlock and micro macro with unlock without the app and micro macro. So yeah. there's like a little bit of a of puzzle solving in the zombie kids universe with. Um, uh, where's Waldo type of elements to it that I thought was, we've got a a small little demo to try out. I think that one's available. Um, I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but it's certainly the art, the design team, right. Had a lot going for it that I thought, Oh, my kids are really going to love this. So, yeah. And and another half dozen games we could just rattle through, but I don't know if it makes sense to do that. We played some little card games that seem to have a lot of fun, but we're going to have to save those for next week because I am exhausted. We had a 17 hour day yesterday. Yep. We were up early again because we, we got to be in those workshops. We got, we are, are learning for theirs, right? We've got to learn more about board games so we can pass it on. But, um, I, I'm looking forward to playing the games with uh, together uh, with my family, with other groups to to then share with our listeners about. So I want to thank all of the vendors and everyone who is there this week. It's great to meet people who are in the industry who are uh, really contributing to the hobby and putting their whole life's work into it. We met a lot of different designers and owners of companies. People wear a lot of different hats in here and salespeople as well and a lot of really good salespeople. So uh, it, it was a, a great couple of days here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you know you can only get so much from a, a demo. Yeah, well, you know we've I've in the past I've played demos where I thought a game was going to be great, not so much games I thought, eh, and then somebody brings it to game night and we play it and it's a blast. So, yeah, you know take all these you know thoughts and opinions with a grain of salt. They're just the things that kind of popped out to us while we were there. Um, we did. We, we're going to have some some cool interviews coming up. We didn't record any there, but we've made some contacts to be able to talk to a lot of interesting folks from from different parts of the industry, some some retailers that are doing some really cool stuff, some publishers and designers that, that got uh, you know interesting ideas and, and ways that they approach the hobby, which is really cool and, and interesting. So anything else? No, next week, should we just let folks know what we're doing next week? Yeah. We, we've got Sheriff Nottingham as our game of the week. 
I'll send it back to you for the other segments because I already closed my laptop. But top of mind, I know that that's that's for sure. <laughs> that's what and we're promising. That, that's what we're, we're promising. <laughs> we'll do Sheriff Nottingham as our game of the week. The other two segments, yeah. it's fluid. Yeah, it, <laughs> unless somebody becomes ill. Uh, we will not oh, be punting. Don't we put will. that on any of us. Just because we're around people from uh, all over the we, country, don't put that on me we or won't, you. We won't be punting Sheriff of Nottingham oh, until illness. we will doing that next Why week. Why you got to do that? Yeah, that's what <laughs> <Happens>. I do. <laughs> Gloombringer. <laughs> uh, so thank you for spending the last uh, half hour or so with us. We really appreciate it. Sorry it wasn't our... Uh, regularly scheduled program but hopefully you enjoyed it and we'll get back on track next week so thank you so much get out there and keep gaming